Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Attitudes with Andy. First of all, thank you so much for being here and supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it because we're all about improving ourselves, and the only way we can do that is by learning. So I appreciate you listening to this to learn more. We are about to get into the episode, and holy schnitzels, it is incredible. My friend Jed is coming on, and he has been so beautiful and vulnerable sharing his journey through mental health. So I just wanted to let you guys all know as like a pre-trigger warning that this episode we do talk about mental health, depression and suicide. If you do listen, I really hope you enjoy. I know I got so much out of it and this man is unbelievable. Like I... I'm in awe of him. But yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy if you do listen to it. Today, I have a very exciting guest who is my dear friend, freaking hype man, and absolute inspiration, to be honest. We have Jed Moriarty. Hello, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Today, Jed and I have done a breath breath work bit of breath work yeah bit of breath work he's been teaching me the ropes which i freaking love Mm -hmm. and then we had a coffee so we're probably a bit jittery (laughs) shaking a little actually holy (laughs) (laughs) literally so today jed has very kindly said yes to sharing his journey um, of mental health so i thought that we would start from kind of what inspired me to ask you to do this which was your really awesome post on Instagram um so I'm just gonna read that out so that everyone kind of is on the same page you know if they don't know you okay so this was on Instagram on the 15th of Feb two years ago I tried to take my own life life sucked I hated myself and depression was winning I know this is going to come as a shock to so many of my friends and family and I'm kind of but not really sorry about it This is me today, two years stronger. I fucking love myself so much and I fucking love my friends so much. I am so powerful and my aspirations for life will leave a massive footprint on the world that I will refuse to apologize for. I am totally unfuckable with, especially when I sing in the car. The last thing I want is people messaging me telling me they're sorry for me. This is just letting yourself drop to a lower version of yourself that I once was and I wouldn't wish on anyone in the world. Send a message to someone you haven't told you love yet and enlighten them. Rise and glow with me, homies. XOXO Jed. XOXO Gossip Girl. P.S. Enjoy some extra pics that make me happy and now everyone can understand my tattoo. P.P.S. As if I tried to leave the world, I haven't even met every dog on earth yet. Hashtag what's next. Oh, I love that. I love my dogs. <laughs> Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> that post, like, I know it's like, you kind of hear about it all the time. It's just like, oh, I was completely shocked. I had no idea. But genuinely, I had no idea. Because I've known you for like three years now. Mm-hmm. And this is only two years ago. I had no idea. Because from the outside, you seemed like this happy, bubbly person. So I would love to kind of like take it all back to where you feel like you were in place a and then i want to hear about like how you're in place b because right now you're glowing my man you are glowing holy i am yeah i I, now yeah like i said in the post i fucking love myself now so and like i can feel that because although i say that i had no idea like 
I can feel the energy difference yeah. in you. Yeah, I've actually had a few friends say that as well. Like, you know, as much as um, we didn't see it at the time, we see who you are now and it's like such a different person and it's eye-opening a little. Um, and, and it's sad to say that I had to go through that to get to here. Um, but, you know, like I'm, I'm here now and I'm, and I'm happy to be here. So Yeah, and I feel like all of, you know, what we're about to talk about has like helped you get to this point. And I don't know, I just feel like you're freaking destined to share this story and to help other people. Yeah, for sure. All right. So yeah, take it away wherever you want to start at. Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess my own personal struggles, they did start, I guess I kind of understood, started to understand um, mental health struggles when I was kind of, you know, around when I went away to boarding school in 2015. So I was 15 at the time. And I started to realize that, you know, sometimes I, I felt sad for no reason. Oh, I felt like no reason at the time, but like I started to be a little bit more down. But in saying that at the same time, like I was really, like I loved boarding school and, mm. and that. Um, How fun is it? <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. I made the best friends. Holy. But then, yeah, I, f- I feel like it really, my, I, my sadness really started to, creep up on me a little bit kind of at the start of 2018 so I had just at the time broken up with a long-term girlfriend who was like one of the most amazing people and it, it didn't feel right at the time but for some reason I was just like oh I'm just I'm sad and I've got to let go of her like you know kind of thing mm. um, and it was kind of it coincided um, at the same time that my my parents um, split up so they split up at the start of 2018 kind of close to my birthday I struggled with that a lot um, but I didn't I refused to accept that I was struggling with it. Um, it was, you know, I had friends with um, divorced parents and I I guess I just, it was just something normal um, to me. Like, I was like, oh, like, why do I feel sad? Like, I have so many friends who are in, in a similar boat. But yeah, like, I completely suppressed it. I, I remember the night my mum told me that mum and dad had, had, had split. Basically, I was coming um, back to home on my work break. And I used to spend an hour at home, even longer. Sometimes I used to sneak in a few extra minutes there. But yeah, I my mum told me and I was just in so much shock and sadness that I was like, no, nah, like, um, I'm just having a 15 minute break today. I went straight back to work. Damn, um, so you're like, I'm just going to avoid thinking about yep, this and feeling it. Didn't even want to be part of it. I just, like, I remember crying in front of it. My mum was crying and I was crying and I was just like, no, nah, like, I don't need to be here. I'm going back to work. And it was also kind of the similar time when um, I was I was moving off to college. It was about a week before I was moving off to college, um, and so like obviously, the college lifestyle is is hectic to start. There's a lot. Oh of, my god! Yeah. So hectic. Yeah, there's a lot of partying and 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 um, things to make you avoid feeling. Oh, it's the perfect distraction. Yeah. Like, you can avoid so much just for some context for people who don't know like what college is that you like you go to uni and college is where you like live on campus with like two three hundred other people so you are constantly around people there is constantly events like you can really distract yourself to the max can't you yeah exactly um and it's kind of like you yeah there's always something happening so you're never really thinking and then even when you are by yourself, it's usually to sleep or yeah. like like things like that. Um, and so yeah, I went. I took off to college, and I pr- went really hard on that first week. Like I mm. drank and drank and drank, and and I suppressed so much. Probably for like the whole first year of college, if I'm being honest. I remember that first week, I was an absolute like piss wreck. Like I just drank my my sorrows away and didn't feel anything. I was so distracted. And then yeah, I had a kind of around the first um, few weeks of college, I had a really bad experience with a with a woman. I really struggled. Um, I was taken advantage of and I and I really didn't 
you know, my mates at the time were kind of like, oh, yeah, but you got laid kind of thing. And Shit. Yeah, I know. And, and, like, in my head, I was like, yeah, like, I did. Like, what, what am I complaining for? Like, I didn't realize that, you know, that's... That, that wasn't okay. Yeah, that's, that's not the case. Um, yeah, kind of, that, that happened. And, and at a similar time, I, I started seeing a new girl and, like, once again, just jumping into... I wasn't getting this love um, from home anymore, so I was trying to find this love in, in another person. Um, that's really powerful that you admitted that. So you're looking for like external validation. Yeah, a little bit. Like I, like I mean, growing up was tough. There was there was conflict at home. Like I, I mean, I was privileged in every other way, but in terms of receiving love, um, it was always a condition. Mm. Um, you know, I like there, like I said, there was conflict at home, and um, yeah, it was it was difficult in in certain aspects, um, and then trying to validate or find that in another person it was was what I was doing I was jumping and so I jumped into this relationship with this girl and and it and it wasn't great um it was you know it was affectionate and things like that but it also turned very toxic and very physical um from her behalf Damn. um which was which yeah it, it didn't resonate well with me at all as it would anyone but I kind of was just accepting it for so long mm. Um, I didn't see it as a bad thing. And then, and then, yeah. And when that ended, I once again found myself in a new relationship with someone who kind of the pain, the pain was tough as well. Um, but it was, it, it was never physical. It was, I felt really, um, emotionally unstable in the relationship and, mm. and yeah, it just wasn't well, I wasn't feeling great. And I, I was never like, I felt a little bit like emotionally, like I said, strained a little, like I was putting in all this effort and it was never enough or, or something along those lines. And then, yeah, that lasted. So this is, this moment now is probably the end of 2019. I was cheated on a few times in this relationship, but, but stayed in it. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, I was receiving, at least I was getting some sort of love, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it was kind of like that. Damn, yeah. you've really accepted some hard truths. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it was, it was tough times. I see them now as lessons yeah. rather than, you know, I can look back on it and be so sad about it. I see, what did this teach me? Yeah, um, 100%. And now you know what you want in a relationship. Yeah, now exactly. You know, like the type of love and mm. all of that, for sure. Yeah, so th- this um, moment is probably the end of 2019 um, and then come into the start of 2020. Um, once again, I was suppressing feelings, wasn't talking about anything. And I was told that I was, like, on the... The way to be a father. Um, I was told that like um, that the ex partner was was pregnant um, by her, and I kind of was not happy about that. Like, I was uh, it was really tough. Yeah, yeah. I remember like telling my mum about it. It wasn't it wasn't great. Um, I was really really scared and young, and I don't know. I, th- I thought it was going to ruin my life, but I was like, oh, like I'm, this is just you know it's my own fault. Like yeah, it's it's my doing, so I'm gonna have to accept it and, and live with it. And then it was come out that it wasn't true, um, that the the baby was actually never there, and that was tough to hear. Um, and then this this particular night, the fifteenth of February, um, twenty twenty, um, I had an interaction with with that girl, and and I just said like, look, can you please just leave me alone, kind of along those lines, and and it ended with um, a physical altercation. Um, and that was kind of the moment on when, her behalf. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, had a cup thrown at my head, um, which is never great. And she was drinking like a vodka raspberry or something, and I was wearing a white shirt. So like, oh, my whole sorry, ruin the outfit. <laughs> my whole fit was red. It looked like I was bleeding, but it was just vodka raspberry or something. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it would have looked so much worse. You're like, oh. yeah, yeah. So this particular night, and I've um, I was like, no, nah, that's it. Like. I don't want to be here anymore. 
that that was the turning point. I was like, no, it's it, on top of compounding all the other things that had happened in my life. Yeah. That was kind of the point where I was like, no, like life isn't for me. Um, and it's, and it's time to go a little bit. Um, and so I took it upon myself. Um, I actually, like I wandered through this, the, the Fortitude Valley and, and I was crying and crying and crying. And there was people like trying to comfort me. And I was like, no, just leave me alone. Like I, I want nothing to do with anyone. Like get out of my face. Like even though their intentions were so well. And, mm. you know, it's a credit to those people um, yeah. for, for seeing just a stranger and, and wanting to help. But like in that mindset where I was, like nothing loved me. Um, no one wanted to be around me. Like I didn't love anything kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, I yeah went to... Fortitude Valley train station and I and I stood there and um, I remember just bawling my eyes out waiting for the next the next train to pass and was really content with with throwing myself in front of it um, which was yeah like it I guess you never really know like I'll never really feel I'll I understand what people feel like um, who are suicidal yeah. um, I know what they feel like and 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 I feel you I can connect with you a little bit because you know, I've been in that moment and I've felt like no one loves me and no one wants to be around me. And, and it's a, it's a really shit feeling. Like it's, it's definitely the lowest I've ever, ever, ever been. Holy. Oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, I was, I remember being, it was about two minutes until this train was about to come past and, and I just was bawling my eyes out and, and I just felt this, this person come behind me. Um, and hugged me from behind and I was just bawling and the second they touched me you know this is this isn't this is a type of love once again an unconditional love they just they hugged me for the sake of you know my own benefit and they they hugged me and um, I remember dropping to the floor and just bawling my eyes out and this person just stayed hugging me didn't say a word maybe said something along the lines like you're okay you're okay or something and just hugged me and hugged me and hugged me and and then next minute like the train just zoomed past and I was like Oh, like shaking. Mine was fuzzy. I was drunk. Yeah. Um, was kind of like, wow. Like, you know, I nearly did that. I nearly did that. And um, I was sitting with myself. I realized that this person was no longer there. Like, I was just by myself in a train station, being like, like, what the fuck am I doing? Kind of thing. Um, got myself home, and yeah. Then I remember the next day. It was still pee weeks. So I still had a bit of work to do. Like, I had a pretty important job at the time, so I still. Yeah, you were in a leadership role yeah well, right? yeah so then you probably felt like you had to have it like all together and stuff yeah it was like the next day i just i just had to switch like that didn't happen did you tell anyone no no Whoa. i don't think i told anyone this this story for gosh a long time um i reckon it took me a, a good oh nearly a year nine months to a year to tell anyone that this had happened to me Whoa. um and yeah i remember like for the next week i just had to I had to, like, my job was to organise all events and stuff, so I just had to switch out of that gear and, and back into it. I suppressed it once again for so long. Um, and I remember having a conversation with one of my, like, my best mates, and on the, at the time he was on antidepressants. And I said to him, dude, what do they do? Like, are they okay for you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, you know, they, they don't make me happy, but they definitely, like, help. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, like I said to him, I remember like being so scared and we were sitting there and he kind of looks at me and goes like, why? And I was like, I, I think I need to go on them. He's like, are you depressed? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Eh? Like, I, I don't think I am. And in my head, I'm like, fucking oath. I am. Like, yeah. A week ago, I tried to throw myself in front of a train. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah. he's like, yeah, dude, just, just do it. Just go to the doctor and do it. Like they'll give them to you. Like, rah, rah. And, That's so good that he said that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely, um, you know, changed the game and, and so I went um, to the doctor 
And um, I said to him, I was really nervous, actually. It's, it's weird being nervous at, at the doctors. I don't know why, because they probably see so many things in a day. Yeah. Um, but I remember saying, I, I think I need antidepressants. I'm just... And so we did, like, this little test, and he was like, yeah, dude, like, you're, you're pretty high on this uh, this depression scale or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I didn't realize kind of thing. Um, and he, even though, I like, I lied on it. Like, I told him that I'd never had suicidal thoughts, and, and wow. I even lied on it. Um, so you still had not admitted to No, that. no, I didn't want to admit that this had happened to me, and I still ranked pretty high on this on this scale. Um, and he goes to me, look, like, I, I will, like... Um, administer these kind of thing but um, at the same time like I want like it's not going to happen unless you do the work he's like I want you to come back to me um, in say a week's time and and I want you to find a psychologist that you want to see um, and I'm going to give you like a, a mental health at, um, plan um, to go see the psychologist and at the time I was like no 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 like the pills will do the pills will do kind mm. of thing and anyway I did the work I kind of was like yeah whatever I'll find a psychologist like what's what's the harm it can do yeah um, especially because I was such an advocate um, myself for... you are you are because you'd always post on like um your stories and stuff of like it ain't weak to speak which I like I've always admired about you you're always such a promoter but like when it comes to you how easy is it to promote and support other people yeah. but then when it comes to you actually like getting that help is fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. And I even felt like that in college. Like, people would come to me with their problems and I'd be like, yeah, like, I'm there for you, I'm there for you. But, like, I couldn't do it myself. I, yeah. I really struggled to do it myself. And so, yeah, I, like, me being like, yeah, just see a psychologist to my friends and things like that. And it was, it was like, a, a little, like, epiphanal moment where I was like, you know what, just do it yourself. Like, what's the harm it can do? You know, you used to tell everyone else to do it, so why can't you do it? Like, mm. a bit hypocritical, really. Um, and so, yeah, I found a psychologist and I got this mental, like, um, healthcare plan and basically I went to see the psychologist and it was like couldn't get in for six months or something and I was like oh like, I don't want like that's way too far away and I said to him like no nah, like I think I want to see this soon um, and he said okay like let me find you one um, who's available soon and he found me a, um, a psychologist and I was really lucky that this doctor was really on my side I really wanted to help yeah it sounds like you really really cared because sometimes they could just like you know give you the pills and be like okay Instead of being like, no, it also has to go hand in hand yeah. with psychology. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I was lucky in that sense, and and so I went and saw the psychologist, and oh, it was amazing. Like, I reckon I had, I think you get like six free sessions or something, um, and I'd probably used four, and was just surface level. Like, he, I used to come in like, how are you feeling? He's like, how are you feeling today? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Hey, yeah, you're trying to talk <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, no, let's talk about you. <laughs> Where did you go to college? Yeah. <laughs> you know, things like that, uh, which, which was like... <laughs> what are your biggest fears? Yeah. Because like, bro, this is not about me. Yeah, we're here to talk about you, dude. So it probably took me like four sessions before I looked at him and I just like burst into tears and he's like, gotcha now. Like, yeah, yeah gotcha now. Like, we find... So I probably only had like three really solid sessions, but in saying that, the sessions prior to that weren't redundant. They were really good just to vent and talk about mm. life. And, you know, he was getting an understanding of me. And then when it finally got to this, yeah, we've hit the deeper level. Like, this is what I need to talk about. And he actually said to me after, like, I think I did seven. So I paid for one um, session. And he said to me, like, I think you're done. Like, I think I think we're good. We've spoken about everything. You have all the tools you need to kind of 
relax your emotions and things like that. And I was like, oh, really cool. Um, like, okay, like I'll just scoot off into life and uh, it'll be, I'll be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm fixed, right? Yeah, yeah, Everything's exactly. Fine. Um, and like, and that the thing is, is that it, that's not true. Like, you still always have these problems. Um, it's a, it's about how you um, deal with them when they when they start to arise. I think of it as kind of like a wave or a flow, and like sometimes these waves will be high tide and hitting you hard and sometimes they're they're a little bit low and they kind of mm-hmm. just sit in the back of your mind but they're never leaving they're always there mm-hmm. um and then yeah so that was like 2020 in a nutshell um 2021 kind of came about and I was in a relationship and and I just like I loved this woman but I was also not um I wasn't 100% in it like there was something that I was like oh I just I'm not sure I'm loving myself enough to mm-hmm. to overflow this love in, into you and and it was really, really tough. Um, like, that's tough to hear from someone that you love so much. Um, 100%. And it's like, it is like, you know, the classic, like, you can't love someone until you love yourself. But it's like, it's genuinely true. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I said, like, I'm doing, um, when we broke up, I said, I'm doing this for me. Um, and, you know, like, at the time, it's kind of like, bullshit you are. Like, you just don't want to be with me. Like, fuck off, Jed. Like, no, yeah. you're, not. you're just doing this for yourself. Like, you're being a little selfish. And, and I can see how... Um, it came across like that because like straight after that breakup, which was probably, you know, October, 2021, it was kind of like, I went straight into once again, just like sleeping around with whoever I could or hooking up with, with randoms. And, and once again, I just like jumped and deflected this pain that I was feeling about the breakup or, or, um, the, I needed the validation of, Mm. of being loved a little bit. And so once again, I was, um, I was just deflecting and doing whatever I want. And then it got to like, um, it got to like new years of, of 2021. So entering this year, 2022, and it got to the point where I was, um, starting to come a little bit more, um, conscious with my feelings and I was starting to meditate a little bit more. Uh, I met this amazing woman who, who introduced me to breath work and, and meditation and, um, honestly, it was it was game changing, but I'd never really delved any deeper than you know just like a YouTube bit of, of yeah. a bit of meditation. And yeah, yeah. There's I'm, like a meditation, and then there's like conscious meditation. We have like these eye opening experiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think on that as well, like midway um, through 2021, um, one of my my best friend um, passed away, um, which was really tough. And I I feel like once again, like that sadness came across me, and I was suppressing it and that kind of coincided with that with the breakup that I was just explaining before um and so yeah like when Matthew passed my friend Matthew passed away like I was so sad he was my best friend and it was really tough to deal with um once again having like someone you love so much like being taken away taken away of um, course it's like one second they're there and then the next and like... it was it was like that he, he unfortunately passed away in his sleep um yeah, doing Was the, it unexpected? Yeah, unexpected. <gasps> he was healthy. He was um yeah, and so that was really tough to Oh, that was tough to deal with a lot. Um and I still like often sit with my feels with him, um, because I like he was he was a great person and, and once like I've I've said this to you before, but I, I feel like when the world took him from me he entered um my friend Morgan who who came into my life and I felt like she was like the Matthew, um, oh, once again, oh. yeah, yeah, That's so beautiful. Um, and she was just this this brightness that um, kind of came and um, I guess wanted to to show me the way. Or like when I was around Matthew, it was it, the world was the best thing ever, and, and I got that sense that feeling again. Oh, um, yeah. 
That's stunning. Have you told her this? Oh, she she might listen to she's this. She's gonna hear it. <laughs> oh, she's gonna be so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, and and so start of twenty twenty, oh, leading into twenty twenty two. I said, you know what? Like my New Year's resolution this year, um, is to take responsibility for my own happiness. Oh. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, I was I was sick of feeling like shit. I was because I I was feeling better. I was definitely getting better, better, better. But I was still doing things that were, you know, that were. I was, um, I guess, um, not allowing or giving up my own happiness for the sake of other people. Like, um, as in, can you give an example? Like, I would do things, or say, even like I would dress a certain way because I wanted to impress someone else. I wasn't trying mm. to impress myself. I was. That's just an example. Goop. Uh, You're swimming in goop. The good opinion of other people. Hey, I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah. it's my favorite. Um, one, one of my favorite mentors is um, Peter Sage, and he talks about how we all swim in goop. The good go. opinion of other people. But yeah, well, fuck goop. You know, and like. like and I feel like when you're at college, you swim in goop, in my opinion, because oh, yeah. you're just, you're in this fucking bubble that is not real. Like, I do love college and the experiences everything, but like, I look back and I cringe, I cringe at myself because of like, the shit I did to like, get validation and acceptance from other people. I'm like, Ugh! Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, and, and like you said, college is bad for it because even this goop that we, that we swim in it, it bounces off everything like not even just your um like what you wear but say like who can be the drunkest tonight or who, yeah. can, who can put on the biggest performance and, mm. and like those talks are kind of um like states like everyone loves having fun but like you can have fun in like and you don't have to take it too far as well yeah um 100% and then it's like the pressure of like drinking even if like maybe you don't want to yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. so much goop yeah <laughs> Um, but anyway, you, sorry, I just kind of stole the show. No, no, group. please. It's your <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, so I was to take responsibility for my own happiness and it was do things that, um, I guess that will make me happy. And I knew that like, um, meditation was going to make me happy, but I was like, I'd never done it. I'd known it for years. I'd never done it. I'd never, um, taken that next step to be like, you know, what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And, and now, like right now, meditating every day is a non-negotiable. Oh, like I, I cannot go a day if I don't meditate for a day. I'm like, damn, like I, I crave that shit. Like it's um good. Yeah. Once you experience, like people will do it once and they'll be like, that's not for me. And I'm like, no, you have to like give it a little bit so yeah. that you can like, you know, get better at like calming your brain and just having that breath of silence. Yeah, exactly. And and so at the start of 2022, I, I um. I went to this this session on the beach in the Gold Coast. Cool to be conscious. Shout out to you guys. Holy. <laughs> and um, it was my first session. And, and you know, I rocked up um, kind of that, like, it, it was kind of New Year, New Me vibes. Well, I hate saying that. But, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I went to this meditation by myself, um, walked in, and it was confronting. There were so many people there. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if this is my thing. Like, walking in, like, like what do I do yeah anyway well I was just watching people from afar and everyone was hugging each other oh and, I love that and I was like you know what I, I fucking love hugs like yeah you're a hugger oh, I'm a hugger, hugger through and through yeah yeah <laughs> I um and I was like you know what this is the community that I want to be around there everyone's not necessarily they're not all happy there but there's there's all there's this one goal for everyone and it's to make themselves the best version of themselves mm. um and that you could just sense that everyone was there to do the work and put in the effort to make sure that they're the best person that they can be 
Um, and I was like, you know what, this is, if, if I'm going to commit to being the best version of myself, this is the people I need to surround myself with. Oh, um, it's all about the environment, baby. Environment, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, did the session and it was phenomenal. Like I was like in awe of these guys, like how, I don't know what they did to me, but like, I just, I knew that it was like a calling, like this is, this is where I want to be. And so, yeah, now I, um. Cool to be conscious. There are Saturday stillness sessions. Once again, my non-negotiable. I go every Saturday or, you know, if I'm not busy, um, we'll have other things on. But every Saturday I'm there um, meditating with those guys and, and doing breath work on the beach. And it, it is so, so good. I even, like, on that um, note about, like, um, taking responsibility for my own happiness, I was really bad at taking my antidepressants. Mm. Um, and so, like... Was that, like a memory thing or was it like low-key like Mm, a bit of both i think like it was also oh i forgot to take my pill today i was like oh like i had a good day like i i don't need to take it you know but Mm. like in saying that like those antidepressants don't make me happy i make myself happy Mm. the antidepressants just allow the the chemicals in my body Mm. um to to experience or or to accept this happiness Um, i'm so glad that you've spoken about like the chemicals and stuff because it's like I, it's getting better, but there's still like some sh- like stigma around taking antidepressants. But it's like no, literally, some people's brain like the chemicals they just need a bit of help with antidepressants. Yeah, it's like, yeah. There's nothing wrong. Like exactly. That's it. That's it. Exactly. It. Like I know. Like I'm a. I'm a really happy person. But if I don't take my antidepressants for two days, like I feel myself just getting sad over over nothing. Mm. And it's just because my brain can't. Or, like, my body even. Um, it's just struggling at the moment. Like, one day I'll wean off them, and I understand that. But right now, my, my body's just struggling a little bit to to um, to make itself happy. And so they're just a little catalyst to, to help um, with that. And then I do things on top of that. I'm compounding that with the things that I love, you know. This breathwork meditation, I read every day, and I'm playing my guitar, and I, you know, exercise, play touch, like, things like that that make me happy. And it's just like, you know, you, you put... A number of happy things in a room it's it's inevitably going to be happy so yeah 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 um 100 you're not yeah as i said before you're not sitting around like just taking these pills expecting to be happy you're like no it goes hand in hand i'm gonna do the things and take these that's exactly right um and yeah so now like i look at the person i am today and i like fucking love myself like oh i love that yeah yeah like the idea of not being in this world um, anymore, like from where I was two years ago, or even like before that, but two years ago specifically on the on the fifteenth of February, um, I am a different person. Like you know, the thought of not being here is really saddens me. Like um, and the thought of like, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't see myself ever getting back to that to that state because I've I've put in the work and yeah. and I've really done what I can to make myself happy. And I, and I know there's still times of of sadness, but I guess I'm a little bit more conscious now of of seeing that sadness or, or experiencing it. And I just allow it to happen. We, we all express emotions. Um, and that we have this, um, idea that the only emotion we should feel, the only emotion that should arise is happiness, which, which isn't is, true. Yeah. It's ridiculous and unsustainable. Couldn't be further from You'd the be truth. a psychopath if you're always happy. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, you know, your emotions are on a spectrum and you're inevitably going to feel them all. Mm. So just sit with it and feel it and... And, and know that it'll pass as well. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not just going to sit there forever. Exactly right. Um, and so, like, if you can just learn to feel all your emotions and just know that they're passing and, yeah. you know, the happiness is coming. Um, Obviously, like, we're talking about, like, 
you know, like if you're seeing, if you're usually happy, but then sometimes you feel sad and it's like, obviously it'll pass. But obviously if you're feeling like depressed and stuff, yeah. All the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, if it, if it starts to, um, affect like your, your sleep or your daily or your mood, um, I mean, obviously your mood's affected, but like your motivation to do things like that's when for a few days in a row, that's when you should start thinking like, okay, you know, there's something needs to change here. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I ever did for myself was accepting that I'm sad and mm. and taking respons- like I said, taking responsibility for my own emotions. Um, like I could do things that make me feel sad all the time, and I probably feel sad. Yeah. Um, but you know, I started to I wanted to um, do it for myself and and do things that make me happy and yeah, taking ownership and not being in like victim mentality. Exactly. You're like no, I'm gonna take action. Yeah, the world's against me. Like that sort of bullshit. Yeah. Like that's that's not true. The world no. is actually everything for you. Oh, that's stunning to hear. Yeah, you, yeah. Because once you make that flip and you're like, no one is gonna save me. Like I am responsible for my life, my happiness, and everything. Like, exactly. It's powerful, isn't it? Yeah, it's honestly just a self talk thing. Like I didn't, I, nothing in my body, nothing about my life changed much, but it was more just. I just took the ownership and, um, I guess, like, did it for myself. I said that I want to be happy and I'm going to do anything I can to be happy. I told myself that every day. Yeah. And reminded myself that that was my, my New Year's resolution. And, you know, I, I do feel the happiest that I've felt. Like, I probably, like, when I was a child, like, I was happy as hell as a child. Yeah. And, you know, I feel that again. I feel that childlike oh. kind of happiness and love yeah. um, for myself, So which is really good. It's funny that you say, like, nothing much has changed, but... Like, maybe for someone who doesn't know you that well, but, like, I feel like in your your mindset and the way that you view the world has, has really changed, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Like, the way I... the Like, I mean, for sure, the way I see the world, I thought the world hated me. Yeah. Um, and now I see that, you know, I'm on this world to, to spread love and, and um, yeah, spread love. Like, if everyone just spread love as much love as they wanted, you'd be surprised. Like, that, uh, there's that joy of seeing other people's joy. Spread that shit around. Oh yeah. Oh, that's stunning. I um yeah. So like, what advice would you have for someone who like maybe is in the shoes of how you were like two years ago? Yeah. Um, actually, before we ask that question, mm-hmm. I have a question. Sure. Another one. <laughs> yeah. When you you said that like it was hard for you to admit that you like actually weren't feeling well. Like, was that extra hard because like everyone viewed you as this like happy positive person i think so yeah i really do and not even um a happy positive person but also the person who was always saying um speak about your feelings like if if you're sad speak up about it and i was being my own hypocrite to that Mm. um but yeah it was i felt like it was difficult and once again, I was assuming that the only emotion to feel is happiness. Mm. Um, whereas, like, now, like, if I'm sad, like, I'm, I'm just going to, like, Josh, my house, I'll just be like, you know, Josh, I'm feeling a bit sad today. Yeah. And, and like, it's normal. It's normal to feel that. Oh, my God. You know? Yes. I couldn't agree more. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I do think that expectation of me being and it's no one's fault but my own like no one was saying to me ever like you're the happy person you can't be sad no yeah. one no one said that to no. me it was just in my own head yeah um, it was how you like identified yourself yeah, identified exactly and i know for a fact that if i had have said to my friends like 
hey, I'm actually, like, feeling a little bit shit today, they would be 100% around me, you know? Totally. Yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, in my head, I just couldn't do that because I was meant to be that person for them. Mm. But that was, that's a little bit, like, selfish in my own, in my own head because it's, like, what's stopping them from being that person for me? And the only thing that was stopping it was my own head, so. Yeah. Um, like, and it, stems back I've, I've started to realize now that like my ability to accept uh, the ability to give love is so so um like strong like i can it's so high yeah you, know, you always send me the most beautiful messages i'm like oh my god yeah stunning. yeah and i can i can give love so easily but my i've realized i i had an event on the weekend where i did like a, a really long brave and um, meditation and i and i realized that my ability to accept love um was that is actually like it's something I need to work on. We're all mm. working projects. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's definitely something that I need to work on is my ability to accept, um, love and, and not just because I can give so much love, like what's stopping someone from giving that to me. And I think that, um, extends more into this, um, what I was saying earlier, like I can, I am that person for other people and I can, you know, listen to other people's feelings. So stop thinking, I need to stop thinking that someone else can't do that for me because Mm. I know they will. And they want to. Exactly. People want to show up and be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I realized like these, these people in my life, I had this vision at the, during my, my meditation and, and breath work that, um, I had this vision that like the four people in my life that, um, I despise the most, um, were, were standing right in front of me and, and I was during the breath I was screaming and in this vision I was screaming at them yelling them like you know like fuck you like get out of my life rah, rah, rah. and I I was yelling I was so angry and they just weren't leaving they weren't leaving I was like what am I doing wrong rah, rah. and anyway I got told to like slow down my breath um, by the facilitators um, and, and basically when I slowed it down I, I realized that I need to let these people go out of my life with love and and it, it's funny because these people I hated the most, I was didn't matter what I yelled at them, they were not they were not leaving. And then I um I actually hugged them in this in this vision, hugged these people, not very like intimately, but I yeah. just I just little like you know loved up, you know? Little, little yeah loved yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> um and instantly they disappeared from this from this dream of mine, and I was like holy like and I was like that I I think my life's changed forever because of that moment. If I can see right now that, you know, I can have this, this anger and hate for people, but there's no point holding on to that anger and hate. No. Let it go with love. And, and if you can be the most loving version of yourself, you'll be surprised how much like the quality of life will, will improve. Oh my God. Jen, yeah. how old are you? I'm 22. <laughs> 22. You're like a wise old man. Now. <laughs> Definitely getting wiser. A few more years on me, but <laughs> Right? Don't you ever think that? I, th- I think, like, oh, I've had so many cool realizations, but imagine, like, what my level's going to be at, like, 50. Yeah, well, I think that I'm really lucky to have um, the people around me to guide me into this wisdom, I guess. Mm. Like, I, I, I w- if I had have just kept living my life exactly the same way as it was two years ago, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be, like, um, in this awakening moment, I guess. Like, I was, I'm lucky to have these people around me to guide me and to, to help me on this journey to be my... As long as like as much as the work is I'm putting in myself, yeah. you know, it's, it's really useful to have these or helpful to have these people guide me along the way. Yeah. hundred percent. Has your friends changed a bit since in the last two years? You know what? I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, cause I do hear often that like your environment, um, is the people, um, like you can see yourself within your environment, the people mm-hmm. you hang out with. Mm-hmm. My friendships haven't, I've definitely gained 
friends, but I haven't dropped any off. Wow. Um, and I and I was really surprised by that. Yeah. But I started to think that um, the my friends are really um, they love trying new things. They love being spontaneous. They love um, taking a challenge a little bit. And mm. so when I tell them. And, and I think it extends from college, you know, like it'll be a Monday night and I'll be like, yo, let's go out tonight. And they'll be like, <laughs> oh yeah, fuck it. Drop everything they're doing to come out with me. Yeah. As much as that um, is maybe a college thing or not. But I feel like right now when I talk about um, this consciousness journey that I'm on, they are all for it. And they are oh. all, they are surrounding me and they're actually a bit like, can I come with you to one of these sessions? Oh, that's so beautiful. You're just like both positively influencing each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's it's a real credit to them to want to not I don't know if they want to just um like better themselves. I don't know if that's their goal. Like I can't speak on their behalf, but I know that they're just open to new new things and mm. new activities and you know new ways to think about the world and I that's what I love the most about them and I think that's why my friends haven't changed a lot. It's because they've always been open to yeah. trying new things and now that I've you know, taking this step to try new things, they're kind of like, wow, I want to try it now, you know? Yeah, you, you guys are growing together. Exactly, rise and grow together with yeah. each other. So I think I, I love that about them. Oh, that is stunning. Mm. Um, Yeah, so going back to my question that I half-assed and then panicked and left, <laughs> left the building. Um, Yeah, what advice would you have for someone who was in your state two years ago um, or just struggling in general? Yeah, it's a... It's a tough question, you know. I, I don't love giving advice. Um, really? Why is that? Oh, I just, you know, I think everyone's path is different. Um, yeah. I love listening to advice. Mm. <laughs> giving it. <laughs> Everyone's sitting there like, yeah, we're trying to listen to your advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, like my advice is. Well, maybe just advice that you would give to little Jed then. Yeah, to, to myself. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a really powerful question. You know, the advice that I would give is is to accept and be responsible for yourself mm. you only have this this one life um and so so accept your responsibility for your own emotions and so like i wanted to make myself more happy so i was like that's it i'm gonna do everything i can to make myself happy i, I read this book actually i guess it comes from the book um this this bit of advice but it's actually just don't sweat the small stuff um i think too often we categorize a lot of things as emergencies Mm. um but in the grand scheme of things like i have experienced minimal emergencies things that really require my um instant devotion to them like there's a lot like for example being late we i often stress about being late to work and and i am a really like i love to be on time but when Mm. i am late i don't freak myself out about it oh that's powerful because otherwise you use all your energy all day thinking oh what about this oh what about that don't sweat the small stuff like and you'll be surprised like if you if you listed your top five priorities and they were your things to sweat about you'd realize everything else is kind of just nothing Ah, that's so good. Yeah, like just, you know. What book was that? It's literally called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Very to the point. Yeah, it's like a. (laughs) They did not sweat about the title of that one. No, they literally, they were just like, you know what? Chapter one, give me the name of the book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess that would be my advice is, yeah, accept responsibility, speak up, accept responsibility. As much as hard as it is, you'll be surprised what you're the people around you, what they're willing to do for you. Mm. You would be so surprised. You you feel like you're not getting enough, just ask. Yeah, because they can't read your mind. Exactly. And, and yeah, the 
the people who love you the most, you'll be surprised what they'll do for you. Yeah. And um, if you just ask, like, if you, like, like you said, oh, I don't know if I can talk to this person about my mental health. Who's told you that? Mm. Like, you'll be surprised. They probably fucking will. Yeah. And then they might also be like, oh, my God, me too. And you'll be like, what? I had no idea. Yeah. Like, about, you know, certain certain things. It's Yeah, you're not alone. You listen to. And, like, there's so many people who have similar stories to you. And you'll be, like, could be your best friend and you just don't know because you both haven't opened up to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you share a bit of vulnerability, then they'll be like, oh, Jed was so vulnerable with with me, I can be, you know, vulnerable with them. And I guess that's how trust is built. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that's that's the type of space that I want to create to my friends around me or the people that I meet. Is, you know, I want them to be comfortable and I want them to be vulnerable. Yeah. Because if there's something on their mind, like, let's, you know, uh, a problem shared is a problem halved kind of thing. Um, 100%. I think, like, you just so willingly saying yes to this podcast is like a testimony to that and like you being so vulnerable on here is just incredible and now i hope that people listening to this are like (laughs) you know what i can be vulnerable too yeah and share my experiences and how i'm feeling yeah and and thank you like i i think on top of that as well like you you yourself and you're you're allowing or giving people a space to be vulnerable and i think that's what people need the most is somewhere or someone to be vulnerable to and and you allowed me to do that with you today i couldn't be any more grateful so oh thank you so much yeah. thank you for coming on here and i'm i'm just like in awe of your story <laughs> and because I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this for the first time today and like i'm so fucking grateful that you're here today like that whoever was behind you and hugged you is just like uh, your guardian angel and like you were meant to, i just feel in my bones that you, that was meant to happen and you were meant to just like sit here today and yeah like, Fucking champion, whoever that was. Fucking champion. Shout out to you, brother. (laughs) Literally, if you're listening, please let us know. Yeah, fuck me. So I just wanted to... Is there anything else you'd like to add to that? No, I think that's it, eh? I love this. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to end the podcast asking you five questions. So, yeah, just answer whatever comes to your mind the quickest. Okay. Um... All right, so first question is, what is the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received is that, um, I guess, that no one really gives a fuck what you do. Like, you could do anything. Like, I saw this video of this guy, like, walking the street, and every, um, like, seat or thing he skipped on. I saw that video too! And I was like, wow, no one does give a fuck. No one gave a shit what he did. He could have, like, done the worm in the middle of the street and, like, yeah, people might look at him and, yeah, there's probably deep down they're probably thinking, oh, I wish I was him, eh? Oh, 100%. No one cares what you do. Just do anything. I agree. Yeah, what this group guy says is, like, everyone is too busy worrying about what they're thinking of you. Wait, everyone is too busy worrying about what you're thinking of them. Yeah. So just, like, do whatever you want. Exactly. Like, everyone's just concerned of, like, how they're being perceived. So yeah. no one's actually giving a fuck about what you're doing. Yeah, just do what you want. Like, who cares? Oh, that's stunning. Stunning. <laughs> um, This is really random, but you're going to make a great dad. Like, you're just going to, one, you. have the dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and two, you're just going to have so much wisdom. I, like, I want nothing more. And to be a um a house husband. Shut up. No, that's all I want to do. All right, we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> Take me on a date first. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, all right, number two is what's the worst advice you've ever received? Man up. Oh. Oh, that is the shittest advice, man up. Like I remember being told as a kid, like I used to cross my legs when I sit, 
And I remember my dad saying, you know, guys don't do that. Like, don't do that. And now I fucking cross my legs at every chance I get. Like, because I'm like, fuck it. Like, man up. That is such a bullshit phrase. Yeah. It is It is not true. Man, like, who, who made these ideas of what man up is? Like, mm. we just assign them to, to, I guess, genders. And it's like, that's bullshit. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a fluid. Just feel whatever you want. Don't, don't man up. Like, yeah. Nah, feel your feelings. Yes. Talk your feelings. I think, like, real men are the ones who, like, are like you, who can, like, speak about your emotion. Like, that is brave and that is vulnerable. Mm. Like, covering up your feelings is not brave or vulnerable. And sexy. And sexy. Yeah. Telling your feelings to someone or, like, opening up, like, that vulnerability, that's hot. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. That was great. All right. Um, number three is what is something you're currently learning? Like a new skill or habit? Something mm. like that. Um, I play the guitar. So I'm learning a few songs on the guitar at the moment. Um, um, but I guess a skill that I'm really trying to um, emphasize a little bit more in my life is, is I, I love poetry. Oh, I I'm didn't st- know that. Yeah. And I'm starting to write a bit of poetry. <sighs> Um, it doesn't rhyme, but it's more, I'm trying to just, yeah, I don't know. I really, I'm really enjoying it. Oh. I write poetry about like, like love poetry, actually a little bit intimate. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's, I, I, sometimes I write things and I'm like, damn, I'd love to hear this from someone. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Your future partner. Yeah. Like, hey, just, um, read this one. Yeah. (laughs) That's so stunning. Yeah. Number four is what is your definition of success? My definition of success. I don't, I never dream about work. When people ask me what my favorite job, like what's your dream job? I don't dream about labor, you know? Yeah. I, I, my, my idea of success is doing something that you're passionate about and doing, doing things for the greater good because you want to, or because you love doing it. Mm. Like I think that's successful. If you are, you know, whether that, like, you might be a, um, I don't know, a builder, but, like, you're building your idea of being a builder and you're building homes and you love it because you're giving, like, shelter to, to families and to people. And I just think that's the idea of success. When you hit that zen, that moment, you do it because you love it and it's doing the greater good of the world. I think that's successful. Oh, Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. I, I didn't even pre-give you these questions. No, no, no. You really put me on the spot here. I really did. All right, last one is easy. What is your current morning routine? Morning routine. Love this question. Right? I'm yeah. a slut for knowing people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always yeah. like, tell me the tea. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. So I've actually set myself a challenge. Um, well, I did it this week, but I kind of failed today. But I've set myself a challenge um, to... I want to be hit the gym and I um, meditated breath work before eight o'clock in the morning. So, um, I usually get up around six thirty seven ish. Um, I'm straight up and I'm taking some creatine. Heading... Oh, you. Yeah. Gym boys. That shit gets me, that shit gets me hot. <laughs> I hit the gym, um, come home. I usually have a protein shake and in a smoothie. Um, and then once I finish that, I go outside and I hit this, I make sure the sun's on my body. Um, and I do a bit of breath work, 10 minute meditation minimum. Um, and then after that, I usually come back inside and by then I'm, I'm needing a bit of water. So I take maybe like a coffee or something outside. Um, and I read my book. Um, yeah. So I'm reading my book for at least, you know, 10 minutes. And then by then, um, I've, I've done, that's my morning routine. I've done everything that I 
like feel is bettering my life yeah. by then. And then I go into my day. So whatever my day involves, you know, whether that's going to work or, you know, I'm shower- I'm showering after that and then I'm, I'm starting my day. I'm, whether I need to go to the grocery shops or do work or catch up with a friend or, or something like that, that's when my day starts. But I make sure those, those start, a couple of things I said, the breathwork, meditation, read my book, um, go to the gym. That's them are non-negotiables in the morning. I do all that before I start my day. God, you've got everything in there. I love it. You've mm. got like learning. You've got like stillness, mm. movement, nutrition. Yep. Oh yeah, boy. I think we should all start doing that. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, it's good. It's it's really it's definitely improves. It starts my day off perfectly. Uh, you notice a difference, right, when mm. you do your morning routine versus when you just like get up and get into what yeah, you're yeah. meant to be doing. And and like say I do have an early morning, like say I got to be somewhere at eight o'clock, I'll make sure I'm up early because the lot the thing that I hate the most about mornings is stress. Like if I'm yeah. rushing to get somewhere, I hate that. So yeah. I'm, I make sure I give myself enough time. To, um, and sometimes that means like I, I don't get enough sleep, but I compensate for it the next night, you know, like mm. if I say I work late one night and then I have to get up early in the morning. Yeah. I'm not getting enough sleep there, but I'm making sure I'm compensating for that at least one or two nights later. Yeah. 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 Mm. Making sure you're making up for it. Oh my mm. gosh. I love that. Mm. Well, those are all my questions. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being here. Well, and having me yeah. in your bedroom. No, yeah. We're actually <laughs> Do you room. make your bed in the morning? Every single morning. Right. Mm. That is like absolute non-negotiable. Yeah. I don't, I don't get up and make it straight away, but I get up, go to the gym, come home by then I'm ready to make the bed. Oh, okay. You're like, mm. I'm going to leave a bit of buffer time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I guess, I don't know why, but. I mean, I could start making it before I go to the gym, but I'm usually just, I want to just get up and go to the gym. Yeah. Cause um, we was saying how like, cause a lot of people are like, yeah, I get up and meditate first thing in the morning. No bitch. I fall, fall asleep. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to go do something yeah, to wake myself up. Yeah. And then I'll meditate. Like, yeah, I'll say like, oh yeah, I'll do a 10 minute meditation. The second I wake up and then like an hour later, <laughs> the meditation has been finished for 50 minutes. I'm just really sleeping in my bed again. <laughs> I know. And then I'm like, oh, I haven't yeah. done anything, have I? Yeah, no. I actually have a question for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's um what's what's your purpose for this podcast? Mm, okay. I guess my purpose is I guess it's a podcast to help better people and to just like break things down into like a really simple, achievable way. Yeah. Um, whether that's like in finance, mental health, exercise, nutrition, all of that. Like I think everyone is capable more than capable of being like their truest and best selves. And that's what I want to help people be is like their truest, best selves. Because like when you are living your authentic like self, which I feel like you a hundred percent are right now, like it, you can't help, but like that rubs off on other people positively. And so like, if we are all living our true authentic selves, like we're going to help the world so much. Mm. If that no, answers that's your beautiful. question. That's really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you use me as an example, but like, I don't think that I'm perfect as well. Like I do all these things that are great, but I'm still a work in progress. A hundred percent. And we all are working. Yeah. And like, I talk about how, like, I want to react to every situation with love. Mm. Um, but there are times where I, or like at least, um, digest the information and, um, I guess respond in a, in a way of love. But there are situations for sure where like something is said to me and I react straight away and I use this irrational mm. um, response and, and they're the things that I'm working on. I'm trying to rid that mm. from my life a little bit more, let things come into my life, whatever, stimuli, stimuli, whatever. Stimuli. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, that's Stimulus. why like all these daily habits, it's not like you just suddenly are enlightened and then you're like, cool, 
I don't have to do anything else. Mm. It's just like, no, we have these daily habits. You know, your morning routine is because like you constantly have to be working on these things. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, I, I do get a lot of comments of like, of like, oh, how are you so happy all the time? Which, by the way, I'm not always happy yeah, all yeah. the time. That'd be weird. But like, I like to think that I'm happy 90% of the time because of like the habits. Yeah, and, like, yeah. My attitude. Hence, mm. attitude's landing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a constant work, right? Yeah. Like, we're never perfect. And I also have to accept that because like, I've come to realize that I am, I'm working on it, but like, vulnerability for me like i don't like feeling shame or -hmm. vulnerability so i cover it up with perfectionism and so like i'm trying to work on like accepting holy fuck not perfect at all which we love yeah perfectly imperfect (laughs) yeah but like perfect to what what's perfect oh 100 yeah like perfect's boring as well i I agree we like the chaotic mess right i agree organized chaos Mm, organized chaos yeah yeah 100 it's on my tattoos oh and also like Loki selfishly at the same time I like just love hearing about people's like stories yeah. and I just love learning from mm. other people and so like this podcast totally allows me yeah. to be able to it's do a win win it's yeah. a win win people are being vulnerable and, and telling their stories or not even vulnerable like you know they're expressing expressing their um expressing. Their, their, <laughs> their knowledge and at the same time you're learning so it's like win win yeah 100% and then yeah people love stories as well oh yeah like, you just relate. You know, you could sit here and be like, all right, guys, here's the facts. Yeah. But, like, because you shared your story, it's so much more, like, people understand where you're coming from mm. and, like, all that. But, yes. Anyway, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Oh, um, I am a... His address is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Instagram, like, lover. I love that shit. He is. Yeah. And I love it. It always puts a smile on my face. Yeah, yeah. I love Instagram. At jedum.oriati. <laughs> G-E-D-M dot... O-R-I-A-R-T-Y. Follow me. I love I love a new follow. I love following new people. So Yeah, and message if you listen to this podcast. They're like, hey. Yeah. And like let's catch up. I love meeting new people. Oh, Holy shit. I love that. Yeah. Okay, message message Jed. Yeah. And you guys can be friends. Yeah, go on coffee. I love coffee. Oh second today. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't need any yeah, more. Yeah. I'm like G'd up. You've Life's like re energized me. You're oh, like a little battery. That's beautiful, thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's end it here. We've um, been speaking for a while. Mm. Um, Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate Jed so much for everything he shared. I think his story is just so powerful and incredible. And I'm sure everybody got a golden nugget, nugget or two out of it. But just to let you know that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and it does not substitute professional help. So if you aren't feeling the best, please seek professional help. Go to your GP and And in the links below the show notes, I've provided some potentially helpful links if you want to look at some really cool Instagram pages um, that might give you further help because I'm not a professional. So please get professional help. And if you guys did enjoy this and you got something from it, feel free to screenshot it and share it on your story as it really helps spread this message um, to take care of your mental health. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll see you guys next week for another episode. Big love.